changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. Today, I'm going to share a couple of stories about rescued dogs and how they turned around and rescued their humans. You know, we're very passionate at Chicken Soup for the Soul about doing our part to help the millions of cats and dogs in the U.S. and Canada that are abandoned and are living in shelters or outside. They're all waiting for new homes. And we feature stories about rescued dogs and cats in our books. And we feature rescues on our TV show, Chicken Soup for the Soul's Hidden Heroes. And we do a lot of work in partnership with American Humane, which is the oldest animal welfare organization in the U.S. We like to support their work in saving animal lives. And it's part of a large effort that also involves donating tons of our Chicken Soup for the Soul cat and dog food to shelters around the country. We also use the power of storytelling to help educate people about the value of visiting their local shelters when they're thinking about adding a pet to their families. So how do we do that? We make sure to feature stories in these books about adopted dogs and cats. And we even try to feature the categories of dogs and cats that are often left behind in the shelters. And those categories are black cats and black dogs, senior cats and senior dogs, and pit bulls and pit mixes. So we put out a new pair of dog and cat books every year and a half or so. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories from one of those books. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, My Very Good, Very Bad Dog. And by the way, a good portion of the royalties from that book and our other dog and cat books goes to American Humane. So our first story is about a pit bull puppy that was actually found in a dumpster. It was thrown away. Catherine Bales tells us that her neighbor arrived at her door one day, clutching a 10-day-old pit bull puppy. She had found this poor little puppy on the verge of death in a dumpster. And she brought it to Catherine because Catherine had always had pit bulls. But Catherine had promised her husband that she wouldn't get any more after their last one died. But what do you do when somebody hands you a frozen, almost dead puppy? He was so little, he was the size of a can of soda. Well, of course you save it. And when Catherine's husband came home and saw the puppy, he just pitched right in. Now, Catherine was wheelchair-bound. And she needed a new service dog anyway because her old one had just retired. So she started training that little puppy who turned out to be a girl when she was only a few months old. And that little dog turned into a great service dog trained by Catherine herself to pull her wheelchair, to retrieve items that Catherine couldn't reach. That little dog even went to the hospital with her sitting right on the gurney And that was after she had safely pulled Catherine out of her car after she was in a really bad accident. So Catherine got her perfect service dog from a dumpster for free, and she saved a life. And she says, the tiny dying puppy that my neighbor fished out of a dumpster seemed to realize that she had a mission to complete and intended to live to fulfill it. And fulfill it she did. That little dog, Bonnie, served Catherine faithfully until she was 11 years old, at which point she got to retire and enjoy her remaining years at leisure.
So Catherine got her perfect service dog from a dumpster. And Sonny Coors tells us in another story from the same book that his family found an amazing service dog by adopting a stray. Sonny says he knew that Porter was special from the moment he saw him, but he just didn't know how special he would turn out to be. The dog had shown up at their house one evening during an ice storm. He was cold, he was hungry, so they fed him and they let him stay on an old couch in their garage for the night. The next day, Sonny posted the dog's photo on numerous websites, but no one claimed him. And in fact, he had arrived with no collar and no microchip. Sonny's family had been looking for a dog anyway, so they welcomed Porter into their home, and he started right off helping Sonny through some anxiety and depression issues he was having. Sonny says that Porter's companionship was way more effective than any medications his doctors had ever given him. And furthermore, Porter, without any training, turned out to be a natural seizure alert dog. Sonny's wife has lupus and epilepsy, and she could have multiple seizures in a day, and Porter figured that out. So when he jumped in the bed one night at 4 a.m., even though he wasn't allowed on the bed, and he pawed at Sonny's face to wake him up, it was because he was warning Sonny that his wife was starting to have a seizure. Sonny says that Porter had actually been acting anxious before they even went to bed that night. He had been pacing the floor, he had been barking at nothing, and he had been licking Sonny's wife's hand. He obviously sensed that seizure coming on long before it became evident to the humans. So Sonny woke up because Porter made him wake up. He found that the bed was shaking, his wife was unresponsive, Porter actually climbed on top of his wife and lay on her as she seized. He was trying to comfort her, and the poor dog looked so frightened. When Sonny's wife came to, she had a horrible headache. She had a temperature of 105, so off they went to the hospital. And when she came home a few days later, Porter glued himself to her side and took care of her. Sonny did some research on service dogs and how they can benefit epilepsy patients. And surprisingly, about 15% of dogs have this innate ability to predict seizures before they occur. Porter is a chocolate Labrador retriever, and it turns out that Labradors are one of the breeds that have this natural ability. Sonny says about Porter, he came to us looking for a family, and I am glad he made his way into our garage that night and our hearts forever. I like to tell people that Porter is a rescue animal that decided to adopt us. While I'm away at work and the kids are in school, I know that Porter is on constant watch while my wife is at home alone. He alerts us to people at our door. He keeps the kids warm at night when he sneaks into their rooms. And now, when he starts acting out of the norm, we pay close attention to my wife for possible signs of an oncoming seizure. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, my very good, very bad dog, please visit chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to get more information about this fabulous collection of stories. And remember, every copy sold results in a donation to American Humane. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is at Amy Newmark. I'll post a link to the latest podcast every day or you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get the podcasts that you listen to. Come back for our next episode when I'll be sharing a couple of very cool stories about life-saving coincidences from our new book, 
Chicken Soup for the Soul, Miracles, and more. 